0: look out man it's season two episode seven here on the
1: recruiter's corner on this episode we're gonna tackle the four versus six and we're not talking about the Packers Steelers Super Bowls we're talking about contracts people coming at you straight from the tap (laughs) hello 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 how's everybody doing out there today this is master sergeant timothy gallagher and technical sergeant bradley byers and this is the recruiter's corner down on the
0: corner out in the street what's up baby i'm doing good man how are you you still moving and grooving over there oh up
1: <laughs> I'm feeling singing. good. It's, you know, it's, it's showtime. It's showtime, Bradley. I like it, man. I'm here. It's Tuesday night, and it's showtime. And feeling is right. It's Tuesday night, and the feeling's right. I can't sing. <laughs> it sounded pretty good, man. You have your own style. That's why. Just... Is it the out of tune, like you know, cat scratching on a chalkboard set style, and, or is that but what? I, it? But I tell you, we put it out there. People will love it. There's something for everybody. They. What? that's not wrong i mean you remember
0: uh oh, what was it william hung was that his name from back in the day
1: <laughs> yeah she um he was like, on uh, american idol right yeah like i mean we're talking like way back in the day she moved she moved yeah she he did ricky martin's song yeah right? he
0: did a ricky Martin, like and it was so terrible <laughs> but he got himself a record deal for being yeah bad
1: like for <laughs> being awful that's like I'm saying, it's someone out there for everybody. And look yeah. at it. And here we are, like 20 years later, still talking about, it. I'm like, you remember that guy? Uh-huh. It's, it's awful. He, it's terrible. I'll tell you what, I bet you somewhere in his contract, he's getting a royalty right now. Ding. Just as soon as someone says his name, he's getting a royalty. He's That's, getting paid.
0: It's probably accurate, right? He's like, somebody <laughs> said, William Hung, give that man a
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, right Right into his account. <laughs> <Cha-ching>! Nickelized. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why? Because he probably signed a good contract. Probably, probably. Oh, it's hope anyway. That's hope. Uh, was it a four year? Was it a six year? I don't know, but I was like, Oh, I might be able to
0: pull this off, but no. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. You served it up and it was nice, and I just swing and a miss. I
1: was like, <laughs> just... Hey, swing, you know,
0: where they're like sometimes, you know, there's that little map, it's like. Uh, and it's like the you and the joke and it's like the joke is going way by the person uh-huh. that was that was that was right there.
1: <laughs> That's all right, man. That's all right, not a big deal. That's all right. <laughs> Usually we're on the same page, Brad. <laughs> what's, That's true. In sh- what's in the- what is in the show notes for today? Ah, well, I mean, oh oh we flip flipping-
0: you know what's in the show notes, Tim?
1: Tell me, tell me.
0: To inform and
1: entertain. Hey, now we're talking. <laughs> and I just just like that we're back on the same page (laughs) Woo! i'm ready man let's 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 get it man let's start Uh, but really are you good
0: i mean i think i'm fine i I think we're ready to rock and roll i mean i want to i want to talk to the people about these four year versus six year contract because i gotta tell you i see a lot of just Terrible information on the interwebs about this, <laughs> and people just spouting off all
1: kinds of nonsense in regards to four-year versus six-year contracts. And I would like to get to the bottom of it. I don't. I think that's a great idea, and I don't see why we shouldn't. Because hey, what do we say from uh, from day one, right? We're here to try to go ahead and and inform, right, and get the right sure. stuff out there. The right these? information and is it. Yeah, everyone's out there just bashing fours and six years and just uh, throwing things out there, and it sounds maybe just information from a bunch of disgruntled people man I don't know but yeah I see it gets your blood boiling it does a little bit I don't like I don't like bad information Tim
0: I mean I I think that was that was the whole premise of the show I was like one day like Tim I can't
1: take it anymore I can't deal with the bad information I can't we got to start the recruiters going (laughs) I said okay (laughs) that's good so, go ahead, brother. <laughs> hey, man. Start off. What is, what, what is something that you've heard? What is something that you've been reading out there on the interwebs? So, the, the biggest thing that I see is that everybody seems to, and now
0: this might also be kind of our fault as a whole, like our as in the, the big Air Force fault, as far as how we promote four-year and six-year contracts. Because the only difference that is really ever highlighted is the fact that you're going to get E3 upon completion of tech school. Or upon your 21st week of tech school if you have a lengthy one, right? Yes. And so that's the number one thing that I see people doing. There's like, take a four-year contract, six year it ain't worth it, because all you're gonna get is that E3 upon completion of tech school or your 21st week. And they're like, the jump ain't worth it. You know what I mean? And I gotta tell you, that's probably the number one thing that just really grinds my gears, man. Oh like <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I You get so much more than that. Like that's just like, that is like the surface thing. And I do think like it's on us as recruiters to really peel back the layers on that and be like, listen, yeah, that's the surface thing you get, right? They dangle a little bit of money right in front of your face, whatever. But there is so much more to a
1: six year versus a four year and how much you can get out of it. Yeah, I agree. But I'll tell you what, there's nothing wrong with the, with the, with the money. There's nothing wrong with being able to have that. Right. right. Coming off, right. coming off, coming off the bat. There's nothing wrong with being in the first class. And now the next um, next uh, rank you're going for is senior airman, just doing mm-hmm. your time. Don't get in trouble. Now you're putting on senior airman yep. and not having to start all the way as a slick sleeve, you know, with no stripes or no rank. That's there's nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, there's advanced promotion right there or accelerated promotion you're already starting at with. So off the bat. Yeah, that uh, that is what's out there. And that's just dangled in a little two year uh, and believe me, two years, 24 months. It's not long. No, it's not, not long people. It goes by so fast. So get it, get what you can from it. Um, But right. That's the one thing they put out there, but no, there is so much more you can get from a six year and uh, you wouldn't know, uh, go ahead. What do you, what do you want to jump on?
0: Well, all right. So I guess where to start, where to start. So, let's approach this from, you know, not a vantage point of, you know, emotion and fear, right? Because I, I see that a lot too, right? People are afraid, you know, because when you start talking about like the first contract you've ever entered into, right? People kind of feel a little stuck, you know, because they're like, oh, it's a contract. I'm stuck, right? right. And first thing I'm going to tell you is, number one, it's not like a contract to go to prison or something like that, right? It's just <laughs> it's just an employment contract. Yeah, you're employed you know? to the government, <laughs> for six years (laughs) you're getting paid you're doing a job (laughs) exactly
1: (laughs) Exactly. you have job security
0: (laughs) exactly so let's look at this from a positive vantage point let's not look at it from a fearful vantage point okay um four-year contracts are i i think decent for a couple different things but we'll get to that in a minute i i just want to give a little bit of personal experience right so when i when i came in and joined right i was i was told you know, over and over and over again, you know, like, Hey, you know, just do a four-year contract. You may not like it, you know, and if you don't like it, you know, you get out, right. Whatever, whatever. And I took that advice. I gave up a bonus, right. No, granted, not a monstrous bonus, $3,000 bonus. Right. But I gave up a bonus. Hey, three G's baby. Right. And yeah. And now looking back, you're like, well, that would have been kind of cool. I mean, I stayed in obviously. I mean, you know, so, Right. So it would have been nice to have the dough. It would have been nice, you know, but I, I think I look back on it now from a, um, a much more seasoned point of view. Uh, robust.
1: <laughs> Season. The seasoned.
0: Uh, And, you know, I want I look back at that and I'm like, that is probably the, one of the dumbest vantage points that I've ever looked at anything through was, Oh, I might not like it. I might be scared. Right. Instead of looking at it as in like, you know what? I might actually like it. Or let's think worst case scenario is what maybe I don't like it, but, would I rather go through something that I don't like and get out just the bare minimum from it? Or would I rather go through it and get everything that I can out of it? Right. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you right now, if you're looking at the four versus six, four is going to be getting bare minimum out of it. Six is going to be getting the most you can out of it for an initial contract because there, and we're going to hammer all these points home, but there is a lot that you can take away from
1: the air force in a six year contract that you cannot with a four. Yeah, if you're sitting there right from the get-go and you're like, ah, I'm up four, because I don't know if I'm gonna like it. Now you're already you're already not hundred percent committed to Steve. You're already looking at I, I already know I'm not gonna like it. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're already on a bad mindset on, on which on, on the path you're about to take on or take off on. Right. So I mean we got that thing's gotta get turned around, you know, that thing's gotta get turned around. But yeah, there's so much more that you get out of it. Um one of the things that I was uh, just talking to you earlier about, what I what I think is something that is a little helpful. Um, uh, that I'm just going to jump into is of uh, the possibility of maybe someone being able to go into an overseas assignment. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying it's hundred percent going to help with it. Right. But you have a you have that retainability and going overseas doing an assignment over there is a higher possibility. Right.
0: Well, I, I've kind of seen that, like, I think with a four or six, either one s- seems to be viable to get overseas right out of tech school but mm-hmm. where it's it's the ones where you get a stateside assignment first, right? Because that was me. Um, I got a stateside assignment first on a four-year contract. And I was putting in for orders, right, to, to try to go overseas. Because I wanted to go overseas. Now, I, I loved being in Louisiana. I loved working on B520, zero regrets. But I wanted to go overseas, right? Because that's I, I joined to travel. Right. And I was not getting picked up for orders. I was putting in for orders every
1: single quarter, right? And I wasn't getting picked up. As soon as I re-enlisted, up for orders picked up picked yep, up. and i agree I, I believe that's why i ended up in germany as well though because i was on a six year so nice. i did my first little bit of time in, in tampa and then when time came up boom i had orders to germany i was like oh well, there we go now we're talking you know same thing i'd go into the ams and i go bomb let me let me, oh, let me click volunteer you know let me reclick and just uh, mess around with my list a little bit some and i that's was one of the big reasons i believe i i got chosen to go over there just because i had the time that i could do a four-year tour
0: Right, and and I and I really do honestly think that because that's uh retainability is a huge piece is for them wanting to move people around, right? They don't want to move people around, you know, that don't have the time to, to stay in, and because that's a huge expense for or a huge expense for them to move you from the stateside all the way over to you know Europe <laughs> or whatever, it's pricey, right? So there's got to be something in it for the Air Force, right? So you got to have the retainability. So right off the top, right, six year versus four year gives you a better ability, a better. I don't know, chance of being able to PCS from the states overseas. Right. Mm-hmm. Just right out on your first initial contract. Um what uh what made you choose a six-year contract
1: over four when you came in? Like how did you get okay with that? Um, well, I mean, I got okay with it. I'm not, I'm not I'll tell my story. I don't think it's the right the best way to go about it. But, um, you know, I was uh, what I said, you know, everyone knows my story. I turned 28 in basic training, right? Right. What I do, I signed a four-year contract. And then I started thinking about it while I was in basic. I was like, man, I just turned 28. Um, Started hearing a little bit more about it and learning. Oh, I don't think I was really informed so much about hitting the E3 or the A1C. Okay. So I was like, uh, I'm older individual. I don't think I need to be walking around with no rank and <laughs> walking around with, with the slip sleeve. And I went ahead and in basic, I was able to, I was able to up. So okay. I was like, all right, I think since I'm, you know, here, this is going to be my career. This is what I'm going to do now, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give it the hundred percent, 150%. This is what I'm going to do. So in basic, I decided, I think I got to do a six year for me. It made more sense at my age. I thought, you know, um that that was the path i should do let's get the most out of it right let's get the most that we can out of this experience that i'm about to embark on so that's how that worked out for me
0: well that's cool i mean hey you know it doesn't really matter when you decide as long as it was the right decision for you you know which clearly you know Mm -hmm. it was Mm -hmm. it worked out perfect (laughs) (laughs) so all right let's circle back so four years let's talk a little bit about four years Okay. There, there are a few things with four years that I do think are highlighted as bonuses, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, one of those being that just if you absolutely hate it, right? If you come in and, and the Air Force just ends up not being for you and you just are so unhappy that you're just disintegrating as a person, which <laughs> I I don't know that I've ever seen it, but uh, uh-huh. but let's say that it does, right? Well, okay, you're out two years sooner, right? And you get to move on with your life and do whatever, right? so okay there you go uh if you were only coming in for a specific thing like you know you were only coming in to get the gi bill because you're like i need a way to pay for college and i'm gonna i am do college while i'm in as much as i can but i really want that gi bill so i can go to school wherever i want to go to school when i get out like okay all right i get it four years kind of makes sense you know do you man mm-hmm. the other one though that <clears throat> i think that a lot of people that this, this is the number one thing that I see a lot of people highlight as a benefit for four-year contracts. And that's that, Oh, but you can cross train two years sooner, sooner on a four-year contract versus a six-year. And mm-hmm. our friend and previous guest, Mr. Jody with a Y has a great yeah. video talking about that because he cross trained and him and his buddy, mm-hmm. both exact same exact same package across the board, right? Been in the same amount of time. Well, almost same amount of time, but they both been in, uh they both were EE troops right Electrical, environmental they both put in their package one had been in for five years one had been in for three years right jody was the six-year enlistee the other kid was the four-year enlistee they both put in for their packages jody got picked up for cross-train the other kid did not right and mm-hmm. you know there's there's something to be said for that right it's you know they you've been in a little bit longer you're a little bit more yeah a little bit more seasoned you know you got a little bit more <laughs> training under your belt you're you're more marketable to the air force right and this is, goes back to even what uh Master sergeant Anderson said last week it, everything in life is competitive right it's all about being mm-hmm. competitive and that's and it's no different when you're applying the cross train you got to be competitive right because other people are trying to change up their jobs and do other things too mm-hmm. so why should they choose you exactly
1: exactly yeah yeah um and so it, it, it's not, it's not, uh, what you call it, it's not a definite that that's what's going to happen for you, it's right? Not, it's not a definite. You can attempt it earlier, but it might not come through earlier,
0: right? And so, and then here's the other thing I usually like to point out about the cross train thing, right? Is that let's say that you do get picked up for cross train, it doesn't matter. So let's just do two, two kind of s- simultaneous hypotheticals, right? One is that you're on a four year contract and you cross train at your three year mark, the other one is that you're on a six year contract, you cross train at your five year mark. Mm-hmm. When you are building your resume later on down the line, what do you think looks better to an employer that you're trying to go get hired on at? Like the, the one that says like, Hey, I did this job for essentially two years, right? Because if you factor in your basic training tech school and your initial little training, whatever, you really only probably did your job for about two years before you got picked up for cross training before you started cross training. Mm-hmm. Right. I did this job for two years. I was barely proficient. And then I moved on to a different job. Right. Or the one that says I did it for five years and not only was I proficient, but I also promoted and became a supervisor in that because likely in that five years, you've probably made E5, which is an NCO. Right. So which one of those makes you more marketable again? Right. I'm telling you the that six year wins, even in the cross train department, even if even if in both worlds you get to cross train. Right. It still wins in my mind.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, <laughs> excuse me. Um, people talk about the big benefit of, um, you know, just jumping on the four year when we were talking about earlier, you have the college credits, right? Mm-hmm. So there's college credits, right? And there's a certain amount, a certain number that you can have. And if you have that number um, or i uh, man blanket well, 45, well, 45 for E3, 45 for the E3, you got your 45. Um, you see it all over the place. They're saying, Oh, no, 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 you, you got You already got the 45 credits. Do the four years. Why sign up for six? Would you know to get E3? You already have it at four and right. all that. Um, okay, some people might have a, a point with that, and that might work for some individuals, but even so, yes, you're getting E3 with the six year contract. Um, okay, cool. You got some of those college credits, right? All right, you got where you're at. If you're it looks like that might be something that you want to pursue, right? You're most likely going to be able to knock out halfway to your bachelor's, or if you've already got that, um, if you even already have your bachelor's coming in, you can start working on your master's and utilize the Air Force money, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you can knock that out in the remainder of that six-year contract. It's going to be harder to do on a four-year. True, true. It's going to be harder to do.
0: Right, and that, and that is a – and that's something that I can talk about from experience. Not so much the, the schooling thing, because I'll be honest with you, I drug my feet for a long time on <laughs> working on school. But the but a four year contract, and and this is the thing, right? Is I I really honestly feel like a lot of folks look at four years like it's a long time, right? And mm-hmm. I will tell you right now from personal experience, four years once once you've left high school, because if you're looking at four years like through the prism of high school, and you're like, man, my four years of high school really drug by. You know, like this is a long, before, <laughs> I
1: promise you post high school life. It's everything it is, is flying freaking fast, man. It's like, it it's, is flying your hair. You're losing. It's <laughs> my your hair.
0: It's gaining. <laughs> it's just, it's <laughs> nonsense, man. How fast time is going. And I, I remember like, all right. So through basic training through tech school, right. And then, you know, on the job training and just doing my job and traveling and working and doing the things like dude that four years went by so damn fast like so fast and and i remember being about six months out from my four-year contract being i mean being over over right Mm -hmm. and i just remember sitting there going like i i am i'm not prepared for anything else right (laughs) now mind you I I liked being in the air force. Right. I I did. I really did. But I I really do think that everybody has a moment before they sign their next contract again. Right. Like, okay. Is this what I want to continue to do? I want to do another contract. Right. Do I want to sign up for another four or another six years? Right. Is this what I want to do? Mm -hmm. And obviously I wanted to, but I I took a minute to think about it. And I remember sitting there thinking about it going, I, I honestly have no earthly idea what I would even do. Like I'm not prepared (laughs) because everything went by so fast. Now, Again, this can go two ways, right? One, it is my fault, right, that I didn't prepare myself. I didn't go and take advantage of the college and all those kinds of things. But also, though, there's just so much that goes on in those first couple years, you know, as far as, you know, again, training, moving to your first base, you know, learning how to be in the air force and adapting and and getting all that kind of stuff and going through all of your on the job training and the continued classes and all that stuff and just learning your job, trying to be good gel with all these other people. Right. And sometimes it just gets on top of you a little bit and you just, it just goes fast. And next thing you know, (laughs) like you're around in the corner of year three and you're like staring down the barrel of like, my contract is just about to end. Right. And you,
1: yeah, it just, it (laughs) goes quick,
0: man. It just goes so fast.
1: Yeah. Well, and you you know, when there are the ones uh, that have dragged through high school, you know, they felt like it took forever. But with, uh, one of the great things I like to talk about is to some of these seniors coming in that is, you know, it's, it's coming around the corner. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, they and now they're like, oh my God, where did the time go? Yep. Oh, wow. This went fast. I got to make a decision because I'm ready to do something with my future. And I, I really didn't think it was going to come up on me that quick. So it's like, listen, four years. Uh, do you remember when you were just a freshman? That's over those four years are gone. <laughs> it's gone. How fast was it? And some will say, no, man, it took a long time. I, you know, school was boring and long and all that. So I, you'll get that. Yep, but yep. I'll tell you, I, the majority all say uh, dude, it flew by. It flew by and now I'm, and now I'm ready to get on to the next thing. And it, cause it goes fast. I'm like, well, there you go. It's going to be another four years. How fast did that go? Sign the six. You're going to be okay. You're gonna be okay. You're 18 years old, you get out of 24 if you if you're uh, you know, and get everything that comes along with it. 24 years old? Come on. You're <laughs> just starting life, baby. Come on. <laughs> just start. See, and that's
0: and that's another thing. Like I, I really feel like everybody thinks that they gotta have it figured out degree in hand and be into their dream job by the time that they're 23, 24 years old. And I'm like, Right? Like, <laughs> no, man, like that is not how this life really works. I mean, hey, more power to you
1: if you got it. If you, know, you make easy. right, yeah. If that if that is yeah, you could make it happen. Fantastic, homie. But <laughs> but yeah, like it just so if
0: college is your goal, right? And obviously, overwhelming amount of young people that we talk to, that's what they say, right? I want to get my degree.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And for those people, if you want to get, if you really want to maximize your educational benefits, and again, we're gonna get to that episode one day. We are. Um, if you want to maximize your educational benefits, the six-year contract is the way to go because while you do get a, a significant amount of college taken care of through basic training through tech school, right, the other part is that you are going to be in upgrade training when you get to your first base, and during that upgrade training, at least for the bulk of it, right, you are not allowed to take college classes, right? You have to finish, a, you know, your career development courses and stuff like that, which, depending on how many volumes there are, it could be you know anywhere from you know four to eight months or something, you know, four to Mm -hmm. seven months. Right. And, you know, so some of those things. So if you factor in, let's just go ahead and just say an easy ballpark figure somewhere about a a year to year and a half of, of time that you're not going to be able to take specific college that you're looking at. And then the last six months of your contract is, you know, geared towards getting out, right. That leaves you with a very small window there in the middle somewhere, right. of A couple of years. Right to really kind of not only figure out if you like the air force right It try to get proficient at your job and also try to knock out classes at the same time figure out what you want your degree to be in and all that kind of stuff because as we've stated before what the national average is what a college student changes their major like four times something, something. yeah yeah so yeah. like you still got to figure out what you want to do all that kind of stuff so i mean like it just everything goes much much faster than you think and i'm not saying six years is a monumental amount of more time to get everything done but it is more time to figure it things out it's, it's a lot less crunch time it doesn't
1: seem like things are just zooming by super quick mm-hmm. yes and all right yeah we don't have the big um the big juicy um bonuses that a lot of some of these other services are throwing out there nope. that i see we don't got the big juicy bonuses but there is for six year is a majority more of the bonuses? Well, all of the bonuses will be with a six year the six year contract. That's four you're making year, yeah. Ahead. Four year, four year gets zero bonuses. No, that's where you're making your dough. That's if you want to make if you want to just uh, take advantage of you know uh, having that having that looking back and being like, huh, that would have been nice just to have a little bit of scratch. Uh-huh. Might, that would have been nice. I'm already I'm staying in anyway. <laughs> you know, yeah.
0: I- I wish I had done it just, you know, yeah. I mean, not, not specifically for the bonus. I wish I had done the six year for a lot of reasons. Right. But it would have been a nice little perk, nice little perk. And that's where you get these little perks. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I mean, that that's really when you, when you're talking about the difference between a four year and a six year, it's all about the little perks. Right. And again, like I said, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't highlight it nearly as much as we should. Right. And. Well, let's, let, let's talk about it. Right. The difference is the little perks, right. The little things that, a lot of people don't think about Mm -hmm. so no matter what you do it would be extremely hard to promote to e5 on a four-year contract right you would pretty much have to Mm -hmm. come in come in as an e3 and get below the zone right which is senior airman six months early early right Mm -hmm. and that would have to line up just right with your testing schedule To be able to uh, put it on. And even if that did work out, stars align, everything works out. You're probably putting it on like right as you're walking out the door of the Air Force. But the way that the promotion system works, right, is that you have to have it on, I think it's before March of the year or something like that. And then there's, I think you test in April and May. Right. But you find out if you made staff, right, E5 in August of that year that you tested, well, let's say, hey, congratulations, Congratulations, high five, you made it, right? Well, you're not going to put it on until the next August mm-hmm. of the next year. Well, and if you do the quick math on that saying like, hey, you did a four-year contract with no advanced rank and you put on senior airman at your three-year mark, guess what? You are well <laughs> past your four-year mark when you find out whether or not you made staff, right? Yeah. Or I mean, excuse me, when you find out. That you can put it on. so you're going to be
1: sewing it on. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're going to find out somewhere a couple months before you actually are exiting the Air Force that you made it. And now, and I've seen this happen many, many times, and I'm not saying that it's been a bad thing, but I've seen a lot of people that were like, you know what, I'm going to get out. I'm going to move on to other things because, you know, like, I think the grass is greener on the other side. I'm going to go ahead and get out and do this. And a couple months before they decide to get out, they find out that they made staff and they're like, well, I'd hate to throw that away. I'm just gonna go ahead and re-enlist, you know.
1: Re-lust. I'm gonna re-up.
0: <laughs> yeah, just gonna go ahead and re-list so I can put on staff. And now they've gone on to make some solid careers out of it. I know, I know quite a few of them are still in. Some of them got out and actually went and did some pretty cool things, but um, right. but what why is this important? All right, all this rambling about staff and putting it on and whatever. Why is it important? The important thing is is that it takes you from being just a an airman, right? Which is uh, you know, your general worker, right? The everyday person. Right to being an NCO, right? A non-commissioned officer, the supervisor, the leaders of the airman tier of folks, right? So automatically you step up in responsibility, and which means every time you step up in responsibility, you step up in marketability. Mm -hmm. But you're going to transition from an everyday worker, right? A journeyman to a craftsman. Right. So you are now you're going to go through some a little bit more upgrade training, and you are now going to become a supervisor right? You're going to become an inspector, right? You got craftsman, man. You, you're you're a master at your trade, man. Like that's, <laughs> that's what you're becoming at that level. You're becoming the master of your trade, baby. Right. And again, more responsibility, more marketability. And that's what hey, it's all baby. about, right? If you're not striving to be more marketable, what are we doing?
1: <laughs> what are we even doing here, man?
0: <laughs> but hey, Tim, you know what? We told him where we told him where we met we told them where we met. So tell him,
1: where do they go when they make that E5, baby? Where do they go? Where do they go when they make that E5? Yeah. You're going to go to ALS. <laughs> <laughs> where do you go? You have that line number, or you might even have it on. You might even have it on, but you know what? You're going to learn how to go become a supervisor at Airman Leadership School. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're gonna learn some really good knowledge, and you're gonna learn how to become that frontline supervisor and take care of your people. And that's where you're gonna to get to that next level. And talk about marketability. You, you I'll tell you what, you can start walking around a little bit of swagger when you got that <laughs> going on. And you go you pass ALS you're coming out, baby, you're blue as could be, and yeah, okay, but but you got so much knowledge that you learn from there about being at that level. Well, because you're gonna be a
0: mentor. Right, because mm-hmm. you're gonna learn how to mentor your airmen, you're gonna learn how to counsel your airmen, you're gonna learn how to discipline your airmen, right? You're gonna learn all the you know the right ways, the wrong ways, all the kind of stuff, the different leadership styles to kind of find out
1: what works for what you. is what yeah. yours is. Yeah, what exactly. right. where am I at in this situation? Where am I at in this game? Yeah, but again,
0: it, it's it all comes everything in life comes down to experience and marketability, man. Like if you're not going after experiences, I, what are you doing? Right. So get get experience, get experiences and become marketable man i mean that's really what this whole thing is man if you are doing whether it's a career in the air force or you're doing one contract and done six year makes you infinitely more marketable in just about every single way the only way that i could see that you're sitting there going still no six year ain't for me is if you're not trying to be marketable from you know Mm -hmm. with your air force history right if you're just like "Not, i just need a couple of these benefits and deuces i'm out right Mm -hmm.
1: I, six years is the way to go, man. Yeah, yeah, I fully agree. And, all right, you know, if that and if that's the game plan, as we said earlier, there's nothing wrong with that, all right? right? If that's exactly. what you want to do, but believe me, you can get so much more out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, something I wanted to talk about. I know I did not. I don't want to be a mountain of misinformation because I know that is one of your pet peeves. <laughs> and it's our pet peeves, but uh, I have not utilized it yet. The uh, the benefit, and I believe you have a better chance to do it or it makes more sense to do it when you have a six year, the VA home loan. Okay. Now you've utilized the home loan, right? Have you not?
0: A couple times. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, all right. There's a certain amount of time you have to be in before you can even go to use it. Right.
0: Uh, there is, unfortunately I cannot, spout off top of my
1: head what exactly that time frame is yeah i don't remember i remember i was looking into it so there's a certain amount of time and then when you do it go ahead and utilize the va home loan you have to live in that house for two years right without being able to like you cannot rent it out you live in that house and it's a two and it's a two-year mark oh that would, would i would also
0: have to double check on because like i'm i've lived in every single house that i owned on the va loan For Mm -hmm. over two years. So I never really paid a whole lot of attention to it. I do know for a fact, yeah, you cannot use it as a rental property and some of that other kind of stuff. But I don't, I'm not sure that there's a a hard, fast two-year thing other than there might be like, you know, some capital gains tax or something that you got to pay but.
1: All right. So what I was getting at was that there's, there, there's a certain amount of time you have to wait before you can utilize it and apply for it. Right, right. And then you'd have to sleep. You have to live in the house for two years before you could rent it. But there are people out there that want to start utilizing that and do it. You know, they, they, real estate's a big, a hot game these days. You know, And I know a lot of people that really got some great, you know, you've know, you done it. I know a lot of people who have gotten houses at every station that they've lived at. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Every place they've been stationed, they've gotten a house. Yep. They live in it. They keep the house. They PCS. That house becomes a rental. It's becoming. It's a, that's already becoming. Um, you know, income coming in there, and they're getting another house at their new duty station. Sometimes they'll sell it, right, and then you know, you, you get the profit and you sell right. it. But there's all these different things you could do, and I think you have a better chance at you know taking care of those gains and taking care of those kind of um take advantage of those uh, situations. With that six year, because if you're only for a four year, if there's a certain amount of time and you have to live in a house for two years, so you can do it while you're in. All right, just saying if you're only doing a four or six, just and you're getting out, you know, with the six, I think you could play around with that a little bit more. That's true. It's not even something I ever really thought about or paid attention to. But that's a
0: good point, though, utilizing that V helmet because I there is a time frame to it, and I'm trying to remember if it's two or three years that you have to be in before you can utilize it utilize it to play and even if it's right. three and then you have to live in the house for two you're still only at five right. <laughs> well, i mean <laughs> and, and let's be honest if you're coming in as a single airman right there's a chance that you may not be out of the dorms until your three-year mark anyway right, right? Yeah, because it, it is an unofficial rule i mean it's not really like i've never met a place that really kind of stuck to it hard and fast i now i, I was in my dorms until my three-year
1: mark but um I have very rarely ever seen that. After that,
0: you know what I mean, but
1: uh, right, but- yeah. But as I said, it's hard to fit. It's you know, it's not a hard and fast rule. I was, I think, I was in the dorms for six months. Oh
0: wow, there you and go.
1: And then, and then I was out, and the whole crew of us, the uh, dorms were had were over capacity, and we were over like ninety something percent. And they took all of us, and they said, "Well, here's BAH, go see, and go live off base." And see my, my, again, th- this is where my timing.
0: My, my timing in life is always just make <laughs> terrible because like as, <laughs> as i was in the dorms right they were building brand new dorms and so like <laughs> and they finished the brand new dorms and guess <laughs> guess who the dorms were for aircraft maintainers right so we got hey.
1: Brand sp- <laughs> hey hey upgrade so they're like hey
0: congratulations brand spanking new dorms go ahead and move and you're still staying in the dorms <laughs> until you Okay, all right. Well, at least uh, you gave me a new dorm. That's cool. I liked it. Right. Right. <laughs> but yeah, but good point though. If, if you are in a situation like I was where you're in the dorm still three years or for the full three years, then you
1: may not get a chance to even utilize that VA home loan really. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But yeah, I'll tell you, that was sweet, man. We were only in it for about I was, maybe six months. I was in the dorms, maybe six. And then we were moving out and we all moved out. We all moved out to the apartment complex together. All <laughs> right down the road, we all went to the same place. So, so now you created your own dorms. Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> basically we- like, well, listen, dude, guys, we,
0: like we hated <laughs> this dorm life so much. We've got this dorm- <laughs> we got to get out the dorms and then make our own dorms. <laughs> and we got to go in to make our gotta- <laughs> own. <laughs> I love it, man. It's great.
1: Yeah, it worked out all right. <laughs>
0: I can't wait. One of these days, we're gonna to have to do a uh, another episode. Where we're talking about dorms a little bit because there was um, there's some funny dorm stories that I got from like back in the day. That uh, they're just fun to
1: share. We'll have to we'll have to drop those in. <laughs> dorm shenanigans. Some dorm shenanigans. Dorm shenanigans. Hey, <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> the, the Lucky Charms guy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Or just a leprechaun altogether. <laughs> the man of many talents, a good pirate, a good leprechaun. I like leprechaun. Whatever you need, <laughs> just look, look me up. Hire me for a party. I'm okay. <laughs> I'll do whatever you got. <laughs> well, I do draw the line somewhere. Okay. Okay. Fair. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let me
0: think here. Is there any other big things that we're missing on a? Four versus six like i know that we've covered the uh well we covered the be you know pcs and part of it right you know is that you're obviously more than likely to get or you're more likely to get multiple duty stations during your first contract if you're on a six-year versus a four-year um we've covered the you know the promotion piece of that why that's important marketability right all that kind of stuff time frames you know obviously just how fast four years goes versus six the rank piece, which honestly, you know, again, back to the I, probably the most insignificant piece of the whole thing, that little bit of advanced rank, the E3, mm-hmm. which is this, the part that everybody that only that everybody only pays attention to. And you know? I'm like, I don't understand why, because that's probably like the <laughs> smallest piece of, of what a six year <laughs> contract brings you. But OK, um, you know, oh, you know what? It was just really just in a nutshell. Right. The things that should be obvious. Right. Is that two more years of tuition assistance? two more years of steady pay and employment two more years Mm -hmm. of travel right The get to get to capitalize on those tdy's and those deployments that we've talked about in the past where you make that money yeah baby you you get to travel and you get to see the world on the air force's dime two more years of all the good stuff
1: i mean what do you want to do what do you want to do with that horse you want to keep him in the horse stables for two you gotta utilize the (laughs) stables it's the horse stables for two more years not coming out of your pocket. <laughs> or if it is, it's at a low cost. <laughs> you got yeah. two more years of uh two more years of free gym memberships to get your swole on. I mean to get your swole get. on two more years to get that perfect game on the bowling league. Ooh, there it is, man. Eh? Roll that three hundo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> two more years of saving money on the base theater. <laughs> I'd love the base theater. <laughs> you know i I think i would like the base
0: theater more if it wasn't you know the fact that you do your base commander's calls at the base theater you know what i mean so every time when i would (laughs) go to the base theater i was thinking you know i just i I couldn't separate it i was like am i coming here for commander's call am i going here for a movie like i don't know what to (laughs) do
1: but then when you get popcorn you don't get popcorn at the commander's call so now you know well i guess i'm here for a movie <laughs> hey I, I hope
0: a commander's listening to this because you know you know serve popcorn at your commander's call popcorn all yeah. right then
1: a popcorn. of popcorn That's <laughs> all. Pop- two more years of those sweet golf courses man think about that yeah uh-huh. holes in ones
0: exactly <laughs> all of them 18 hole in ones oh and also one other thing I wanted to cover before we wrap this thing up. Oh, what you got, baby? The inactive reserve piece of the contract, right? So I've been asked about this a few times. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes people don't know about it. Sometimes they do. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you sign a military contract, no matter whether it's for that four or the six, you're really signing up for eight.
1: Eight.
0: Right <laughs> now roll with me on this. Cause this is how this works. Right. So, <laughs> you're going to sign up for your active duty time, right? So that's where your four or six years comes in. Now let's say you're done, right? You, you call it quits after the four or the six. Well, Mm -hmm. you have whatever the remainder, right? So four, four, eight minus four, you still got four more years, eight minus six, you got two more years, right? That's your inactive reserve time. Now your delayed entry program time also counts toward that. So if you were in delayed entry program for six months, you did a four-year contract, you got out, got three and a half years left, right? Mm -hmm. Six months in the depth, six-year contract, you got a year and a half when you get out right now what is the inactive reserves well i i don't know the way i described it is it's essentially one step before the delay or the uh the draft right the draft. so it's like it's like right it's like between you know active duty reserve and guard and selective service right so Mm-hmm. They're going to be calling all of those people that are on inactive reserve back first because they're already qualified for military service. They've already been trained in one way or another, or they're already signed up for military service, right? The, the right. program, all that kind of stuff. And then once they find out what the in strength of that is, then that's when they go for the, the draft and what have you. But I mean, I don't even know. Have you, have you ever heard of them ever actually?
1: Doing I, that? I have not. I have not, and I. But I, you know what else? I also can't say I ever uh, looked into it. And um, Google, that I know? I haven't heard about it. I've never heard about it ever being utilized. Yeah. I know so, that
0: there was a brief conversation kicked around at one point when COVID kicked off about activating some people that were on the inactive reserves in the medical field specifically, not all across mm-hmm. the force. But which medical makes field. sense. That would right. make sense, right? And now I don't think it ever happened. I don't think that materialized. But you but know, but it was an option but it was an option so that that is that is the inactive reserves that you you don't report anywhere you don't do drill weekends like the traditional reserves or traditional guard does it's nothing Mm -hmm. like that you go on and you live your own life and you do your own thing but you know if that's something that worries you if you're like hey when i'm done when i'm out of the air force and i'm done with my contract right i i want to be done and done right well again this is where six years kind of helps you out is that you've eaten up the biggest piece of that eight years Plus your time in depth with the six-year contract, right? So mm-hmm. you could be pushing six and a half years total, right? And only have to deal with that year and a half of... Uh, and it's not really anything to worry about or stress about because it's likely not
1: going to happen, but not really. Yeah. I mean, all right. Yeah. Anything can happen, right. we can't right. guarantee anything, but really it's nothing to be worried about. you've got people who say eight years, <laughs> it's like, no, 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 it's not an eight. <laughs> it's not an eight year. Oh boy. All right. Let's talk about this. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. and then, you know, you just got to you know to tell it how it is and then ease, ease their mind about it. It's like, it's, it's, you're okay. And I mean, no, and- some really bad things have to be going down where we're gonna have to call back individuals uh, off of this. Exactly, and and this is with
0: any military contract you sign. So whether it's yeah. a uh, another branch doing a two year contract or whatever, nope, it's eight, right? Whether well, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's all they're they're all the same as far as that goes. But yeah,
1: I think the last time that happened was on uh, Independence Day when they called back Randy Quaid to be a pilot, and yep. he had. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> on the 4th of july and he flew up and he saved the world (laughs) okay
0: that's
1: (laughs) quick question yeah did you
0: did you know that they made an alternate ending to that scene right or an alternate scene for that Uh one where the one that actually made the cut was that he flew the f-16 up right yeah the other one was that he flew his crop duster up
1: oh are you serious yeah i'm just serious <laughs> <laughs> like i
0: <laughs> i gotta tell you <laughs> i'm glad they went with the f-16 over the crop duster however <laughs> i still think like <laughs> that it would have been funny I I, I I i go i go for comedy i like it. <laughs> i think it would have been
1: hilarious to see a crop duster <laughs> with a bomb on it <laughs> save the world <laughs> save the world wasn't, and was it and then you know it wasn't deflected it wasn't uh, you know thrown around or, uh, put, or <laughs> no, just yeah, climbing just, baby just going straight uh, up in the- uh, <laughs> uh, i have not seen that i did not know that
0: yeah man there was an alternate scene for that and uh, i think i think they really missed out i think it would have been epic
1: <laughs> yeah i agree we got to write it in <laughs> tell them oh, put I- that it must be on the deleted scenes on the dvd though <laughs> It might be. I'm trying to remember where I saw it, but I saw it years ago, and I was just like, I like it. I'm going to have to YouTube it. i will go to YouTube it and find you, out. You should. Yeah, I, uh, I want to see it. <laughs> well, hopefully, Bradley, we have two more years of at least talking to our corner crew and just keeping <laughs> them entertained, baby. You know what? I hope so, right? We, we said 100 seasons, right? We're going for it. So that's that's a good solid
0: two years for sure.
1: Of course. Of course. I'm down.
0: <laughs> All right, folks. Well, hey, listen, we hope that this helped shed some light on the four-year versus six-year debate and hopefully it helps you to make a decision going forward in your career and we look forward to talking with you again and we'll see you around the corner on episode eight all right and that is a wrap for season two
1: episode seven here on the recruiters corner Thank you for joining us today on this episode, Corner Crew. It's been great having you here. Listen, look us up everywhere you can. Look us up on Facebook. Look us up on Instagram. Maybe even find us out on Snapchat. Who knows? We might be there one day. But listen, thanks for tuning in. If you do, review and subscribe if you can. We appreciate you. Thank you for stopping by. See you next time.